if you're an awakened entrepreneur, coach, therapist, or creative wanting to better understand yourself, step into your soul's highest frequency, and achieve true life and business freedom, you're in the right place. I'm Sarah McKenna, soul business mentor and host of the Your Soul Space podcast show. It's the perfect place for you to learn how to create and build a successful aligned life and business, one that feels good and gives you the freedom and stability you need to create the impact and change you want. Welcome to today's episode of the Your Soul Space podcast show. The thing I want to talk about in today's episode is the concept of staying in your own lane. It's something that's often been used to keep us in check, limiting our movements, especially as women and entrepreneurs. Even in the corporate world, it's a phrase that's been used to warn you of being innovative or creative, a warning not to step up or out in case you step on someone else's toes. But it can also be a great reminder to stop trying to be everywhere and instead focus on what's important to you. It can be freeing to know you can stay in your own lane and to step more into who you are at a soul level. So what do I mean by that? Well, how would things look if you decided to stop being everywhere and focused your energy on what you truly want? What would you stop doing? What would you drop? Where would you spend the majority of your time and what would you start doing? Because at a soul level, you already have the answers to what suits you best. Take social media as an example. For me, I have accounts on several platforms, but I don't enjoy the majority of them. I used to force myself to be on them as I felt I should. I went for the spray and pray mentality with most things, including my marketing, messaging, and where I showed up. But in order to stay in my own lane, I had to first pick a lane to stay in. And for me, that was Facebook and Instagram. It then became an easy choice and helped me narrow down the other things I was spending time on, such as graphic creation, content creation, images, etc. I'm not confident about doing lives on Facebook yet. And if you point a camera at me, my brain takes a literal dump getting rid of everything I know, including my own name. So I stay in my own lane and do what I enjoy. I script things out and opt for pre-recorded or live calls with small groups on Zoom instead. So how about you? What lane are you picking for your business? I know that it wasn't all plain sailing for me all the time. Once I'd chosen my lane, there were things that threw me out of it and into the bigger pool. Things that threw me off course and made me question whether I was being too narrow with my views. So the tips I want to share with you today are the most common ones that throw lots of entrepreneurs off course and can leave you floundering outside of the lane you've picked. And as with a lot of the content I share, many of these tips can be easily transferred into helping you achieve better happiness in your personal life too. So what are they? Number one unfollow triggering accounts. Now those accounts that annoy you, bombard you, use techniques that set your teeth on edge. Maybe they swear too much for you or are too in your face. They could be simply too far ahead of where you are for you to relate and instead you find yourself comparing and feeling crap. Remember it's your feed so simply unfollow. 
And of course, that applies to all those emails you receive too. Number two, cut down on the noise. This is the next level of online tidying. Your feed is designed to hook you in and keep you scrolling. So what if you cut down on that noise? Because after all, it's more often just a distraction and you'll end up finding ideas for things to try out, advice you don't need right now, or other people's opinions on what is and isn't working. So unfollow people you're not interested in, or don't go to your feed and instead manually search those people you are interested in and just look at their stuff. Cut down on the groups you're a part of too. You'll never be able to be an active member in all of them. So be picky with the ones you want to keep. Number three, manage your time. I'll be honest, this is an ongoing one for me. But plan out time slots throughout your day for specific things. Group like things together, such as admin, recording, and graphic creation, so you're minimizing the switchover between different apps and parts of your brain. Number four, take time to listen in and ground yourself. You can't pick a lane if you don't know what you want, and you're never going to be clear on what you want unless you take the time to ground yourself and listen in. So do this regularly to grow trust in your intuition and the insights and wisdom you get given by your guides, your soul and source. Because you'll know what feels right for you and what you intuitively know is right for your business. Number five, journal to clear your head. This is a must for me, otherwise I get stuck in what I like to call orbiting, where I'm in my head too much and overthinking everything. So clear some headspace by writing down those things you're thinking and worrying about. Number six, rest and sit. This one is all about protecting your health and your energy. You can't focus, work or help others if you're too tired to function. So make rest a priority. And sit to just gather your thoughts, connect with your guides, visualize, sit in silence to help you take moments throughout your day to reconnect with you. I like to open the back door, listen to the bird song and just watch them on the bird feeder and in the bird bath. It's super relaxing for me. And it's also a great way to get answers when you're stuck or choosing your next steps. Number seven, know the difference between your needs and wants. There are so many different solutions out there, different ways of doing things, different advice on what does and doesn't work. And if you're not careful, you'll want them all. Same with software, apps, processes and roadmaps. But before you sign up or buy something else, check whether it's a need or a want right now for you, because they are different. This one took me a while to learn. It's about taking the time to ascertain what is right for you at the stage you're now at. For example, I have an Instagram course I've bought because I want to learn how to use Instagram better. But I also have one for Pinterest, which I have no intention of starting this year. So I know that course was more a want, not a need when I bought it. FOMO is a big thing, especially when it's buying, when, when it comes to buying courses. It's the same with things like Trello. I love the idea of boards and being super organized there. But I actually prefer planning and organizing using a good old fashioned paper and pen. So I cancelled my subscription to Trello because I just simply didn't need it. I just wanted it. And this can apply to mentors, courses, 
website and branding, schedulers, planners, apps, so many different things that we like the look of, but don't really need at this moment in time. Number eight, intentional action, less scatter and see. Know the process you're following and give it time to work. What do I mean by this? Well, have a clear plan to follow. And as a rule of thumb, you want to give processes and processes and new things you're implementing three months before you decide whether to jack them in or not. You want that time to give you realistic figures to make educated decisions on. Get intentional with your marketing, social media, customer solutions and offers. Pick one platform to focus on, one plan to follow, promote one thing at a time and create intentional actions around those things to really utilize them to the best of your abilities. Number nine, work to timescales and times that suit you. One way I do this is to help clients plan out their energetic timeline for their business based on then the numerology of the days and months as well as their unique energetic profile. Another way you can do this is give yourself permission to work on your energy patterns. If you're not a morning person, don't schedule things first thing. Stop trying to be that morning person. If you don't like rushing content creation, stop trying to narrow it down into a one hour window. And if you don't want to work evenings, don't. Do what suits you. Otherwise, that drop in energy is going to come across in the activity you're trying to do. Number 10, be and do you. Share your stories and your truth. They're unique to you. Don't look to become a pale imitation of someone else. Look to fully step into you. If you want to be authentic in your business, you have to be and do you. Someone else's time frame, cookie cutter solution, marketing or social media plan just isn't going to work as an aligned long term solution for you. It's the same with your goals and business dreams. It doesn't matter how big or small they are or the impact they'll create or who they'll ultimately help. It has to all be based on what you want, not what someone else says or thinks is right for you. And it's the same with your life whether it's parenting, how you live, you know, whether you're, you want to be vegan, vegetarian, they're all choices that help you live a more aligned life. So be you and do you. And I hope the tips I've shared with you today help you see how important it is to stay in your own lane, because it's all about being you and doing what works for you. It's about being kinder to yourself. I did a recent podcast on that, so be sure to check it out. But it's also about drowning out the outside noise and influences so you can hear what your soul and intuition are guiding you to do. It isn't about limiting yourself or narrowing your available options. It's about freeing you from the expectation and outside noise so you can step totally into who you are and honor what's right for you at a soul level. Because you're unique and the only way to showcase that is to step into your own lane. I hope today's episode has been helpful. And remember, if you have any questions or want me to go deeper on anything I've talked about, then please either email me or send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You'll find all the links below. And know that when you send me a message, I will personally answer because I'm here to listen and help. 
And I'll see you next week for another episode of the Your Soul Space podcast show. Thanks for listening to the Your Soul Space podcast show. I'd love for you to come back and listen to next week's show. So make sure you've rated, reviewed and subscribed so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you want more help with stepping into your soul's highest frequency and achieving true life and business freedom, then download my free 50 Frequency Boosters PDF guide. It gives you easy and quick activities and actions you can do to help raise, shift and activate your frequency. And it's a perfect addition to your daily self-care ritual and also for combating those mid-morning or afternoon energy slumps. So go and download it. The link is below and I'll see you in the next episode.